Welcome to the Career Cafe, a place where teenagers ask experts. Today, we will be discussing psychology as a career with our expert over some chocolate cake. We will cover the details of a psychology major and how to identify if you are a suitable student for it. We will also look into the different careers available through this degree, focusing into human resource, business management, industrial psychology, and research in this episode. I am your host, Ananya Nepane, for the psychology episode, and I look forward to asking your questions to our expert. I have invited Ashwini Bhave as our psychology expert and she is a certified coach at Marshall Goldsmith Stakeholder Centered Coaching. Um, she is a psychometric assessment assessor and optimizer, psychologist, trainer and columnist and we look forward to discussing your questions with her. Um, first of all, I'm very very glad that you know you were able to join us today. Um, to quickly start with how are you doing? I'm doing great. Thank you so much for inviting me. It's been it's a pleasure to interact um, with youngsters and being able to address any queries that you have. I so. that's that's again pretty amazing because I, I I bet me and even you know the listeners we all are really excited to have you on board and you know get our answers from you. Um, so you know. As you might know that through a survey, you know, we had a survey in our uh, community, in our high school community, and we collected some very intriguing questions. And with that, I think one of the most, uh, one of the most intriguing questions, and I would say something that we should actually start with, um, should okay. be, you know, should, is that, you know, how do we know that, you know, psychology mm-hmm. is a good career or a major for one person? Like, what type of learners or what type of students does this major or career expect and moreover you know what should a learner expect from a major or career so that you know later on we don't regret taking this major because we didn't ex- we didn't you know expect that this would happen in the um, you know career or major sure um so i understand psychology is absolutely a very interesting subject to learn and know about um but it is not an easy subject to practice. Um, so it is very interesting to know about a human, the behavior, what they think, what's happening. But it is equally difficult to practice. So if you are one, I would always encourage, especially people who want to, students who want to take psychology, that get an assessment done because it looks interesting, but not necessarily is interesting to practice. So you need to know whether you have that trait to be a psychologist or is it a hobby. So we can differentiate whether psychology can be our hobby or it can be our career. Uh, So my thing is how do you learn and there is no better way to learn uh, because what we learn is all our perception. We need an objective way to figure out whether that's a career which we are built for. Uh, and therefore, I definitely for everybody recommend uh, taking an assessment because it gives us at least a thought process to see what are the challenges that might come, how fair, how long can we take this subject, or we learn it as a basis to get somewhere else. Mm-hmm. So if you can take psychology, but you know that you want to do probably an HR, then psychology would help because then you will not practice psychology, but it is going to learn psychology. So there are two different things. So, so one, of course, is an assessment. 
um, and second is um, there are some peculiar characteristics that you will as a psychologist uh, should they should be ingrained or they should be your natural behavior so one is compassion mm-hmm. or being empathetic that's extremely important second is a good communication skill so when i'm saying communication more as a psychologist you have to have good listening skills you have to have good observation skills uh, that's important uh, then you have to be a problem solver mm-hmm. because everybody who's coming to you is coming with a problem they are not coming to you when they are happy they are coming to you when they are sad when they are not functional when they need some support when they need somebody that they can talk to uh, so you you need to have that problem solving attitude then the extremely most important thing for a psychologist is to be emotionally stable they need to be emotionally stable yeah because you because otherwise you will translate some of your emotional instability of to a person who is already emotionally emotionally unstable yeah. so you need to be emotionally stable uh, you have to have an analytical mind uh, that's important because all the time when this person is talking and you are listening all the time you are continuously analyzing the situation what's happening what can be the surrounding what can what could be the trigger so you are always always analyzing the situation and of course then you would have uh, some organizational skills you should have a ability to connect with them you should have an ability to pick up social clues mm-hmm. um, so these are important characteristics for a psychologist that's important and like you spoke about assessment so like could you mm-hmm. go into a bit of detailing into like what are certain assessments that i as a student or someone else as a student could take so when i'm saying assessments see there uh, there are a lot of assessments in the market career counselors are there yeah, but my only uh, suggestion or recommendation to anybody who is willing to take an assessment there are two important questions that you need to ask any assessments that you what is the reliability of that assessment mm-hmm. uh, and that's important because there will be tons and tons of assessments in the market uh, yeah. ranging at different price range but the reliability nobody talks about most of the assessments would talk about this is a valid instrument like people would take say a personality assessment um and use that for careers but those assessments are not built for career counseling they are not built for assessing careers so you have to ask this question is this built to map careers is this assessment reliable what is the reliable count Uh, and most of they will say about 5 6 7 those are not good enough you have to look at an assessment which is more than 0.8 because you can't have an 100% uh, hit rate for uh, um, assessments but you 8.3 8.2 8.5 is a, a good uh, reliability question okay. um, then the next question is validity is this assessment valid for a career test so these are probably your questions that you need to ask nobody talks about reliability most would talk about uh, validity and you have to ask whether these assessments are made to test career choices mm-hmm. or they are made to test something else and you're using them to career choices these are few questions that need to be asked and if the answer is yes to all of it then please go ahead and use them sure <laughs> uh, so- <laughs> you actually spoke about you know different traits about um, you know mm-hmm. as a psychologist 
but now there's another thing that comes here is that everyone has a niche in certain types of studies right like let's say for example i consider myself more of a creative type of a learner whereas some people mm-hmm. like to be analytical and like you know get into focused into science whereas i would right. be more interested into the arts type so similarly when one goes on the internet and you know start start searching about different psychology degrees or majors they have a lot mm-hmm. of um you know you can see two options coming up that is a bsc that is a bachelor's of science in psychology and a bachelor of arts in psychology so it's as a student myself i get really confused between you know what's the difference between the both and how do i know which one suits better for me see as i said uh, whether it suits with first we need to understand ourselves and um we spend i think our lifelong understanding ourselves yeah uh, so that is a difficult question to answer if you don't have an objective third person assessment view that this is what you are you can at least say yes and no to a lot of extent so that is um uh, important but so that is one challenge that we will have to look at in terms of how do you want to cross that um but the second is whether i choose ba or whether i choose bsc uh technically there is not really too much of difference in terms of the syllabus as such the focus can be different but syllabus tend to be similar if not the same okay. but the approach is different ba psychology is from a um liberal arts perspective okay right uh, it is it will focus on theories uh there is not too much of a scientific practicality to the theories that you're not experimenting those mm-hmm. um there is no approach uh specifically concentrated to biology there is no approach specifically con- concentrated to maths but science bsc science will have more concentration on uh, say the biological aspects of human uh, mind the uh the mathematical and um connotations to the analysis the statistical implications to them uh there will be lot lot more practical approach to that bsc uh, uh psychology also gives you a more research oriented approach uh towards psychology um so it's uh, while uh, ba psychology will give you from a very liberal arts perspective the knowledge of psychology the theories of psychology um and then how do you practice those um those theories mm-hmm. so um that is the slight differentiation so if anybody has a very research bent of mind then bsc psychology is a good um i mean taking bsc uh, is a good uh, suggestion because then you will you're focusing on research methodology mm-hmm. of course research methodology is taught in bsc psychology also but the focus is not there as much as it is there in the bsc side the difference of weightage basically in this yes case. okay right like what are and the- especially if you're going to use forensic psychology or yeah. if you're going to use clinical psychology uh if you want to be a clinical practitioner clinical psychologist or you want to be a forensic psychologist then bsc is more suited because that aspects are not taught because for forensic you will have to learn biology mm-hmm. there's no way you will have to look at chemistry as a subject those are important subjects for forensic psychology that will definitely not get catered in ba psychology mm-hmm. if you want to be say an industrial psychologist then of course uh, you uh, ba psychology works well or even if you want to be a counselor ba psychology still works well 
uh, then you can use subjects like sociology or political science or philosophy as a minor subject yeah. in BA. So that can be done. Then. So I mean, considering that there are two very different focuses of lib, like psychology is known as a you know a subject where you can have yeah. sciences and liberal arts and humanities which which can be combined. So obviously, when you take look at psychology as you know a career. I bet there are many career, uh, you know, options available uh, as a student. And I think through mm-hmm. the survey, we received a lot of questions. I think our, like students are genuinely uh, confused about this fact that what can I do as a, with a psychology degree? So could you elaborate something on, you know, what are the different career fields that are available through a psychology degree? And I think okay. there were two very specific questions on, you know, what is the advantage of having a psych degree in human resource management? and business Mm -hmm. management because we usually hear that psychology degrees are valuable in such cases but the students really want to know that you know if can this can these fields be done without a psych degree or do we have an advantage if we have one okay so i'll first answer the first question what can you do with Mm -hmm. psychology um so like any other subjects that you would take there is a core strength of that particular uh, career that you want to do so the logical thing is when you take psychologist psychology you either can be a psychologist you can be a clinical psychologist you can be a forensic psychologist you can be a child psychologist you can be an industrial psychologist um so uh, and you can work in hospitals if you've taken clinical psychology so if somebody who has not been able to clear MBPS but likes that environment, wants to be in that environment, clinical psychology is a good idea because then you get that environment uh, to work in. Mm-hmm. Uh, besides that, you can uh, work as a social worker. So uh, uh, you can do that. You can also um, then look at journalism, political science, education. So anything after BA, uh, if you are looking at any post-graduation degree, uh, which has more in terms of human connection. So today, even for commerce subjects, you will have uh, psychology introduced even for, say, commerce, uh, which was not earlier done. Because today you feel that you need to know human behavior to make any strategy um, as a business strategy also. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, learning psychology is a good idea to have one um say subject as psychology so if you don't want to be a psychologist so either as a minor in your uh undergraduation even that would work it's not necessary minor would as a major particularly yeah so if you want to be a psychologist then major is needed but no. if you want to take the business administration or you are focused on any other career then un- and which is related to you um so it is not it but just what even for it human interaction, human behavior is important, how people use it for consumerism, understanding basis of a little bit of psychology. So minor psychology uh, subject is a great idea to have. But for a major, I think it should be important that you're committed to use uh, psychology in um, as a career. As a post-graduation, then you will enjoy it. Okay. Uh, and if you even if you're taking HR, then I would uh, HR, uh, then I would still suggest that psychology is a good idea with say a minor in economics uh, or minor in international studies or whatever you want to really or uh, any other uh, subject. For them, it is good because end of the day, their whole area is about human resources and how do you utilize it. So a little background on human resources uh, through psychology will help. But 
eventually if i don't make that choice today and i still want to do business administration or i do want to use in nature it is not mandatory to have it okay it may benefit to certain extent but definitely not mandatory okay and there is this also field that you spoke about which is industrial mm-hmm. psychology or even mm-hmm. like i have i started hearing nowadays this term known as consumer behavior so right what how would you say that these two fields what what type of an industry it is and is it growing uh, in these sudden times and like w- would it be recommended that through a psychology degree one gets into these fields see for consumer behavior not necessarily all the time uh, you need a professional psychology degree Mm-hmm. but for industrial or organizational psychology yes you will need so it is another way to learn so we are doing mba in human resources it is another degree a master degree who concentrates on organization through psychology so it is similar uh, if not totally different mm-hmm. uh, the layering the focus may be different but you can have an mba in human resources or you can have an uh ma in or uh, msc in industrial psychology and that works it probably you can still get into a um, organizational uh, workforce from that aspect um so, so but in uh, mba you have other subjects that kind of uh, will give you a little more uh, aspects of business management okay so, so a, that's the only difference so whereas student is focusing into going into hr but is more uh, interested into let's say the psychology part rather than the business administration then that student would be recommended having a ma in ma or msc in uh, industrial psychology rather the student yes. interested in business would have a noble mba degree okay yes. so um, if you are very sure that that's the stream then organizational psychology is great to uh, study um okay so like that becomes like one part of psych right psychology it becomes the industrial counseling part of psychology but even me i am i'm not that interested into psychology as a counseling but i am interested right. into it into through research so obviously right. uh, these questions do come up that you know what is the scope of research in psychology because when you hear the word research your your mind just directly goes to you know pcm or like pcb or right. something like that and right. a follow up question on that also which you could answer could be that you know what type of locations and environments is like best for field research in psychology and you know which nations or which countries or like what are the what is the scope particularly in india about this so uh, let's look at uh, research um, yes um there is plenty of opportunities uh, for research psychology because initially if you look at um, till now till recent times we didn't want to go to a counselor because there was a connotation associated a negative connotation associated with psychology now people are more and more okay to say that i go to a psychologist and my experience is that if i'm talking to a 25 26 year who's just newly joined organizations they are absolutely okay saying that i am going and meeting a psychologist while the older generation will be still resistant to say but they will still go but they're not openly declaring it like a taboo attached to mental health or something like that yeah now because of that there is research happening initially it was just happening outside now it is also started happening uh, in india mm-hmm. and you have hospitals you have 
um, other um, institutions which are involving research field in psychology. So the scope, of course, is for your generation. It will grow till the time you uh, are out of your um, from from your degree courses. Uh, so research field is growing. Uh, now you can look at more or less two, uh, three types of research that we have. We have a descriptive research where you're measuring behaviors and attributes through either observations or experiments. Uh, you have correlation research where you are relating between two variables. Uh, it could be behavior or situations, anything. And you would have experimental research. Now, the first two are more done. Experimental research uh, is basically you are testing your hypothesis and you are trying to establish a cause-effect relationship. So that may not be uh, really very, uh, to, it's not been used too much, but descriptive and correlation research have been, um, there are various researches that are happening through those modalities. Now, when you're looking at what type of air, uh, situations are surrounding, it totally depends on what are you researching. Yeah, true. Are you going to be directly observing? So if you're directly observing, then you have to go and uh, be at that situation. So if it is a mental hospital, you have to go to the mental hospital. If you're testing um, um, uh, students who are differently abled, you'll have to be in those situations. If you are testing some, um, say, um, less privileged people, you'll have to go and be there. If you are testing old age, uh, some uh, study that you're doing on old age, you'll have to be with old age people or be with in an old age home. So where you can do is very difficult to answer because all that depends on what type of it, whether it's directive um, research or whether it is a participative research where you want people to participate in it or whether it is, uh, say, ethnography research where you want a social research or a social perspective or a cultural perspective to have. So you will have to be there. Or the quantitative uh, interviews that we do. A lot of research happens through interviewing. So are you practicing that? Uh, so it depends on your research, your subject of research. That will depend uh, your location, the people that you interact with, uh, the situations that you will be. In. So it may not, it, it also there needs a lot of field work mm -hmm. because it is not a database, database uh, uh, research. It's you will have to have a lot of data, so you will have to get on field. Yeah. Uh, and gathering data, I think for any research is the key and the is important and difficult at the same time. Yeah. Because you have to have a good sample size. Um, and for that, you will have to be on the field. And there are not, and not every time there are comforting uh, surroundings. Sometimes it is uncomfortable. It can be risky, but it depends on your topic. Mm -hmm. I mean, it, that's that's also another beauty of psychology, right? You also have data there, but you also have to, you know, observe your observations, your pure observations there, and just lot of yeah, and like that, just to mix, like when they both mix up, you really do get. A lot of answers, but at the same time, I bet you get more questions to later ponder on. And yes. and like psychology, I think personally, I believe that the the beauty of psychology relies in the fact that you know we we have theories. We really can't prove mm -hmm. anything because we don't know what the human uh, human brain actually works like. We can just hypothesize and you know find out different uh, solutions through whatever we observe, but we can't 
state that yes this happens because we, there's always more to look upon to some extent that's true but there are some basic hypothesis and a basic testing that you do to prove your hypothesis and through that you can make statement that this will lead to this uh, of course there will be few uh, surprise elements so it is it will not be like pure math uh, that you know that 1 plus 1 will have to be 2 there is no other option yeah but for psychology sometimes those are some restrictions but there is enough research work there are enough testings that are happening so like i said assessment um, we are saying that point 0.8 and above assessment reliability rate is good we are not saying 100 but till that assessment that research works. for research also it's the same thing mm -hmm. that it will be to a limited extent but doesn't mean that you don't research in that field mm -hmm. there are opportunities and the more data you have the more concrete your hypothesis or the testing happens so like in, in like in a follow-up question to this I, there was another question mm -hmm. that we collected which is on the, you know, the tendency of variables to be uncontrollable in psychological environments, right? Mm. Because when you look upon scientific, um, scientific experiments, there are certain, mm. con like, it's not, it's not obvious that, you know, or it's not always that all variables you have can be controlled. Obviously, there is like mm. air pressure or certain things like that, that can't be controlled. However, in psychology, right. there are so many subjective uh, variables that you have that you have no idea of. So, you know, how does, how, do, how does a psychologist actually work with this? That you're not having so much subjectivity in their research. No, so there is subjectivity, but the point is when you're researching, you are looking at two or three measurable things. Mm -hmm. You're not looking at all the variables. You will look at variables uh, which are still where you can club them and say, okay, under these variables, these are still the similarities. Mm -hmm. uh, so you will focus on one area. So the, the other variables don't matter and uh, end of the day, it also depends on what research you are doing. Mm -hmm. um, so I understand it is not like the mathematical, physical, uh, physics or biology uh, research that will go. Um, but still, when you are researching, there are few variants that you will choose and there are you will choose your population accordingly. So for psychology research, the population also matters. Yeah. What are you looking at? Mm -hmm. um, and it may be a little difficult in terms of other more scientific approach or science related topics uh, but um, you still there is not so much of variance that happens that your research goes for a toss you can still I mean there will be some challenges but um, you can still have a good concrete research material uh, that you can publish using research methodology and the research methodology helps you also to look at those variants mm -hmm. what are the constraints how can you overcome so there's a full subject called research methodology yeah, yeah. both in bsc as well ba that will train you to conduct a research so these questions then don't create challenges when you're kind of researching yeah. so it's well taken care while you're studying psychology how do you minimize the risk mm -hmm. I think, you know, personally for me, this factor of subjectivity and these challenges is something that I really look forward to. And I think because I'm interested in the research part of the psychology, that is something that I look forward to. However, other students who are into counseling and all, who are interested into that, I think it's the human part of inter you know, interacting with humans, solving their problems is something that they are interested into. 
but i think in overall psychology as a degree that i would summarize as would be it is open to different kind of people it's just that you need to understand you need to be able to understand what a human is and you need to be able to interact with them and also you know be mentally you know mentally strong yourself and i think psychology otherwise can work and you know dwell into all the other fields that are available in our uh, situation absolutely and i'm first of all thank you so much for joining us and you know i'm i'm sure that all of our uh, listeners you know were able to get answers to some of their questions and we we really again we really appreciate you joining us and yeah if you have anything you know something last it's to say it's been my you. pleasure i am uh, i'm so thankful that you approached and i could join so thank you so much for inviting and for all the uh, students who are interested in psychology it's a great area uh, to work in if you're really interested um, and there are multiple opportunities so whether you are interested in being a psychologist or not i think it's also an important uh, minor subject to take yeah um because it end of the day you're interacting with humans so if you have some insights uh, into it it will help you in your careers at, as well um and also it will help you in terms of emotionally actually being able to help you mm-hmm. uh, knowing yourself better because it teaches you to know yourself also in understanding yourself also mm-hmm. so minor um, psychology subject is great to have even if you're not going to be a psychologist um so that's the only uh, take that i have um, and anybody who wants to, and if you have any questions feel free to uh, write to me um if there are any particular questions that you require related to psychology and my only suggestion for students who want to take psychology in the college you will be learning more of western psychology uh, but please there are very few colleges in india who started indian psychology but please make an effort to also learn indian psychology because the west world is looking at india for indian psychology mm-hmm. um and they are using our practices uh, and building and doing research um uh, in their own uh, way um like you would have the harvard starting a happiness uh, course mm-hmm. uh, and most of the happiness course um, material is from indian psychology mm-hmm. um so uh, look at uh courses available for indian psychology as well if you are going to be a practicing psychologist so that will also help you in your career as well i um, think so that's i think i personally will check out all of this and you know finalize yes. my undergraduation accordingly and i'm sure the other students will also do so thank you so much again and i i hope that you know um this all of your answers was able to help someone I hope that this episode has helped you clear some of your doubts concerning psychology. As for the next episode, we will be inviting a biotechnology expert over for a croissant. If that is something you're interested in, we hope to see you back at Kader Cafe. Until then, please do leave your reviews and share this podcast. And to learn more, please follow us on our instagram twitter or facebook page we would love to know more about our listeners